0: Welcome back to another episode of Titanic Minute your daily podcast where we discuss the movie Titanic Minute by Minute I'm your co-host Rob and joined as always, by my good friends, Joe and Duff. Good day. Hey, kids. In this minute of Titanic, minute 24, we meet Jack Dawson. Thought but before do. but before we get there, we see more of this health inspection line, guys. And I want to talk about something on here because I mentioned earlier in the week that there are uh, characters we see in this opening Um that we see throughout the movie and we have one here we see the lice guy um he is the guy with the beard he kind of looks like the lead singer lead singer of titus andronicus so i think we should just call him patrick but um we see him throughout the movie he's sort of getting his beard checked for lice i just want to make note of it because um we will watch as his uh we learn his fate throughout the movie
1: is that his character's name in the script No lice guy does he have uh a name? oh it
0: might be like I think he's just known as lice guy um but I don't really want to call him lice guy that doesn't I mean we don't even know if he has lice he probably doesn't Seems unfair What well, does he get on the ship Yeah he's on the ship so then he doesn't have lice I don't know or, what do they do if you have or lice Or he has don't an acceptable
1: Or he has an acceptable level of lice
0: How <laughs> confident do think okay. such a thing exists how confident would you be? It's like
1: that they allow so many spider eggs and orange juice, so the urban legend goes. Let's
2: what? say
0: you – Let's Have say you ever... – <laughs> Well, Rob, hold is on. More what? Apart. No. Wait, this is
1: spiders apart. and orange juice? <laughs> spider eggs. Uh, this is one of those things I don't know if it's actually true. Probably isn't.
0: Do you, oh, all right. Go ahead. We're done then. No, no I nope. want to hear it. I want to hear the nope. spider egg orange juice. Nope.
1: Everyone else can Google it, but Rob didn't want to hear it, so we're done here. No,
0: I do want to hear it. I just don't believe it's true.
1: All right. Well, <laughs> I
2: don't. This thing I didn't hear yet, I don't believe is true.
0: All I heard was spider eggs and orange juice. What could be true about those two things?
1: The, in, I believe, grade school and beyond, there oh. was always this urban rumor, this probably an urban myth, maybe not, I don't know, that there was a certain acceptable amount of spider eggs that could be in orange juice. I don't know what the number is, but there's there's such a thing as an acceptable level of spider eggs.
0: When do they test for the spider eggs? From the oranges? Or once it's in the juice?
1: I don't know that much. Unprepared. <laughs> you wanted to know.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, some quick googling makes me doubt the validity of this uh, urban legend. But it you never heard this growing up that if kids wanted to, you know it was like something where if you tried to gross out another kid usually a girl in grade school like if you saw they're having juice you would say hey do you know that technically they can allow whatever number of spider eggs in that juice
2: Yeah, never heard no. that one.
0: No, I've heard like um I've heard like the whole ur- urban myth about spiders, like how many like spider eggs you swallow in your life because they yeah. lay eggs in your mouth while you're sleeping? Or,
1: yeah, I was going to say, it's usually when they're sleeping that's the, the kicker in the story. So just it, imagining like hordes and hordes <laughs> of spiders crawling in your mouth.
0: When I was a kid, whenever I killed a spider, like in my room or whatever, I was convinced that the family of spiders had seen it and were going to go lay eggs in my mouth for vengeance that night. <laughs> it's a true uh, story. The thing I believed. It's how I grew up.
1: Uh, so anyway, how do we get... Oh, an acceptable level of lice. I, I don't know. Maybe there is. Like, okay,
0: so what, here, here's my lice question for you. Here's a question for both of you. You guys like to do things. You like to go out, go to uh, shows. Jerry's out on that, but... <laughs> Let's say we we're going to go to a show. There's a big line. You're like, oh, what is this? Metal detector? And they're like, no... They're making sure no one has lice. How confident would you be? Extremely. I, let, me put, let me put it this way, Mr.
1: Fancy Pants. When are, how confident are you when you're going to all these places that do not have lice inspectors? This they could be full of lice because no one's there to inspect them. Like, sorry, can't, can't go there.
0: What would make you feel safer, metal detectors or lice inspectors?
1: Uh, I think the answer is uh, a good guy with lice shows up to handle the problem.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He he uses his lice to fight off the other lice that someone has.
2: Lice takes on, they take on the personality of their host. (laughs) So if you're a good guy, you have good guy lice. (laughs) Mm. Everyone Uh, knows
1: that. I thought it was like the thing where the lice just, you might not even know you have lice, and they burst out of your chest.
0: So you guys would be a hundred percent confident that you you are a hundred percent confident you do not have lice, yeah.
1: That ah. uh, that just me or the people like the, no. If that I go you, into this event, you go to work tomorrow, and they're lice? like, "We got
0: to make sure you don't have lice." You could say you don't have lice, but if you're wrong and we check it, you lose your job. Oh. I'm confident.
1: I'm like ninety ninety eight percent sure.
0: Okay. that I do not have lice. You would know if you had lice. I don't know. I've never had lice that I know of. <laughs> what are you talking I have, about?
1: I have not had lice either. Uh, <laughs> I will say, that, like, now I feel
0: itchy because whenever you talk about the bugs,
2: <laughs> it makes you feel itchy.
0: I'm just curious. Okay. Thank you. I also want to point out in this minute that I love how when the do-it uh bucater i guess that's the dewitt bucater hockley crew i guess that's what we'd call it um when they walk on the boat that was the
1: most that was sorry that was the most wisconsin way possible to say Rose's full name.
0: how do you can, well you, I, I, honestly can you guys say her name the, the last name it's like dewitt bucater right
1: uh rose dewitt
0: bucater i believe dewitt bucater and then hockley they board the ship I love Cal's walk. We have another zany minute, and he's just so flamboyant. He's got the little cane, and he's like, boop, and he like lifts the cane up to be like, we're going on a ship. We're, we're going on it. I love him. I love Cal so far. Well, like, the reason this again, movie
2: was so expensive was because Billy Zane kept eating all the scenery. <laughs> 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 so let's talk about Slaves. Let's just get right into it. <laughs>
0: okay, well, all right. So I will going to get in there, but yes, Rose says it was a ship of dreams for everyone, but for her, it was a slave ship taking her back to America in chains. That's Guys, the worst line of dialogue in the history of cinema. It is the new number one on this movie for sure. For worst line,
1: it's it's definitely a contender for yeah for the finals in worst line.
0: It's it's. The, it's the fact that she doesn't just say a slave ship, but then she's like taking me back in chains. I'm like, oh, you're on first class on the most luxurious ocean liner ever built. You, you have a room for your Monet paintings.
2: <laughs> just yes, lo- loathsome character, unbelievable.
0: So I, and, I was thinking and she's saying this in
2: 1912, this is- like in the like her mom was alive during the Civil War.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It it's crazy. And she's and she's American. I mean she there's no other way to look at that line except insanely racist, right? It, it's it's
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's awful. It's I cannot believe the, that it has made it into this movie. The well, only I can't believe because James Cameron wrote it.
1: The only other way to look at it would be a way that kind of flies in the face of what he's trying to do with the character. I feel like, I guess you could argue that he's trying to show how naive and Rose doesn't know how good she has it, but that flies in the face of everything her character does. So, yeah, I I have no logical explanation for for anything
2: that's not just racist. And it's her older self saying it.
0: Yes, I know, right? It's 1997 self saying it i I
1: guess we've met a racist old person, and there's a first time for everything <laughs> <laughs>
0: it it is it is an insane line, and it bothers me so much as we go through this minute by minute, like as we're going through this, and I watch this minute, I was like, oh man, it really that's... is
1: the chains that really hits home because if you say slave shit, it's like a, you know, I could see it written off as hyperbole, it's like oh you're you're gonna double down on that analogy, huh, all right. <laughs>
2: As a whole, as you know, thousands of people in the lower decks are just basically being put into drowning pods, while well, she has a three room suite for, with all of her paintings in there and her weird looking dogs. She's in they're chains. Good,
1: they're, they're good dogs, Joe. Let's not talk ill of the dogs.
2: What True. do you I think? Mean, that's not...
0: <laughs> what do you think if we if we were to go back to 1997 and in a room? How do you think everyone in that room is reacting to that line? Like, oh my god! Audible groans.
2: <laughs> and then, except and for- then gales, uh, gales of laughter for
0: me. <laughs> uh, Lewis comes back in with his baja blast and his like six tacos, and he's just like, "What? <laughs> What's <laughs> happening?" His,
1: sh- his-, his shirt is now see through from rubbing grease on it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> he just gets up and leaves
1: again. Okay, it's... so a racist old lady, <laughs> yes, uh, describes her her entry into the most luxurious
0: uh, traveling boat. Whatever. Like the other the problem about this is like there's a real there like her her stress and anxiety about like I'm you know I'm in this relationship that I don't want for my mom and I don't want to marry this guy. Like, that's a real thing, and that's like a real, uh, uh you know, you should Just, feel awful about it. It's a thing to discuss, but, like, to compare it to slavery it r- loses all teeth on whatever she was trying to say.
1: Well, I'm sure that James Cameron thought he was really clever and smart when he's like, this is a movie about a boat. You know what else was used, Oh, yeah. We, people used boats for? Slavery. And, you know, like, he was like, I'm the first person. To ever put these two together? Let's go on in the movie.
0: It should not be in this movie. I would be fine a special edition of this that like redubbed <laughs> that something different. George Lucas changes it. Yes, that would be a, an example of a special edition that would be. Like, but yeah, I felt yeah.
2: like I was on a prison barge. Yeah, that's which fine would be offensive too. But but not as bad. Well, I mean, prisoners not, not did something. Is.
1: Joe, prisoners did something wrong and deserve their fate.
2: <laughs> decent point. I want to get into it, although debatable. If,
1: if they if they were innocent, they wouldn't be in jail. Yeah, that's the truth.
2: Uh,
0: join us on the, Can't. Kid Can't. Rock, on the Senator Can't. Rock cruise later. <laughs> yeah, that's, that
2: message is brought to you by Senator Rock, <laughs> not President the Rock. We're talking about Senator Rock here, everybody. Mm-hmm. Just so you know.
0: Uh, Keep your rocks straight. We uh, do. Of you have anything else on this uh, on on the Cal on the Hockley, uh, dewitt Becator stuff before we we sort of go into the pub?
1: No, uh, there, I need we,
0: a drink after that. Let's go to the pub.
1: Okay. Uh, I, I was gonna note that we uh, we see those dogs, and uh, I I'm kind of glad that we the scene following up on the dogs later was cut out. It's oh, do we see what happens
0: to the dogs in a deleted scene?
1: I'm pretty sure that there's a scene where you see animals trying to escape or something. Hold on, I'll look it up. As
0: I, I thought, it was like it. like Jack throws a stick and they just jump off the ship. <laughs> <laughs> what? Because I kept barking at him and he just couldn't get a, you know he couldn't get close enough to Rose, so he just like like rolled up one of his his um paintings and just like yelled fetch and threw it overboard and both dogs just flew over. I think that's the deleted scene. Stuff could you could you verify? Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm trying to imagine it and
0: <laughs> We've lost oh, Joe as a co-host yeah. because of those comments. Joe quit in the middle of this. Yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> We I want to talk about this fun little composite shot going into the pub. Um, Let's
1: let's talk about it.
0: Yeah, we have a uh, we sort of like, you know, we're in we're in uh, Southampton. We sort of go into the pub and we have a composite shot that is a matte painting of Titanic. And then in the foreground is all a bunch of miniature models. And then they used um, special effects to put the people walking in front of the window. And much like the shot we mentioned earlier, this section another example where the people look fine. Um, it looks pretty good. I, I'm also a huge fan of like matte paintings.
1: Yeah, uh, kind of a lost art because they're not really used much anymore.
0: Yeah, and that and that's like part of the appeal to this movie for me is it's sort of a a mixture of all sorts of practical and special effects, and uh, I, don't know, I think all that stuff's really fun. It's a good mixture of all of them combine yeah, an and of
1: one. to james cameron's credit with special effects i one of the reasons that his movies in terms of effects and spectacle work is that it's like you said a mixture of everything there'll be models some cgi some practical effects matte paintings op, more optical effects it's you know whereas a lot of people just you say uh we'll just in front of a green screen and then it's a hundred percent CGI. He really knows how to mix all of those elements and make them look, uh, I think pretty seamless. There's not really any effects in this movie. That's take me out of it. Uh, I know some people have issues with, we talked about, uh, the renderings of extras and people, especially yeah. during the sinking, but, uh, it, it never really sticks out to me. I, I think yeah. they're all fairly seamless.
0: I was just, I don't mean to go back to the dogs, Joe. I'm sorry. But does this mean, did they buy these dogs in Europe or were they with them in America and then they traveled all the way to Europe bringing their dogs and then they're coming all the way back again with them? I mean, if you're that
1: rich and have that much space, why wouldn't you bring your dogs? You can do whatever you want.
0: Maybe one of the staterooms is for the dogs. Maybe. I said that.
1: Maybe maybe Spicer Lovejoy (laughs) had to sleep with the dogs.
0: Mm. That sounds like that. cool to me. Um, this minute ends of Jack essentially saying that, you know, that he's bet everything they have. I think we can, we can dig more into the poker game tomorrow about what that really means. Um, do you guys have anything else on this minute? Well,
2: let's save the pub talk for Happy Hour Friday. I think that's, that's a good a idea.
0: Good call. Really good idea. Um, Go to titanicminute.com and sign up for Sinking Feeling so you can and figure out some of the references we talk about. And get checked for lice. Get checked for lice. Just because, be safe. I mean, we should have lice checks throughout the city on most cities in my mind. I'm
1: sure it would end up not at all being racistly implemented.
0: Oh. Actually, I will say this about Lice. it's not that big of a deal for a thing that people freak out about it's like really pretty easy to deal with it's it's uh my son's four and so we've had like preschool scares of lice and um he i don't think he ever got it but like we had to check his hair for it and stuff and like you just sort of like use a shampoo and you're careful for a couple days and it's it's fine like lice only travels from like hair to hair Or from like a comb within like a few minutes. Like unless you're sharing a comb or you're like rubbing your head against someone else's head, you're not going to get lice from someone. Thanks, Rob. Yay. Some good good lice facts. Yeah. You guys didn't expect that, did you? Nope. All right. Well, I think we can end it on that, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. (laughs) We'll be back tomorrow with Minute 25. (laughs)